substitute teacher edition of Crashing the Boards. I'm Alec. I'm back. But so are they. Couldn't stay away. What grade did we get? Um, A minus. Minus? It's pretty good. It was, yeah. It was, I mean, come on. Come on. It was, come it on. A minus. It's an A minus. You're going to take my A minus. Yeah. yeah. To be yeah. honest, I was going to settle for a B plus. I was thinking about it, but I was impressed that you guys, you know, yeah. put a comedy I mean, podcast. I mean, we forgot about what we talked about. Yeah, I have no idea. As yeah. far as experience is concerned, like, you know, we've got some experience doing yeah, this. Yeah, we've got so. some experience. You guys ran the whole thing last year yeah. before I hopped on. Um, crashing the boards is back, guys. Uh, not many sure how many episodes are left. Could be one, two, maybe more. Well, you never know. You never know. And it's that play tournament preview. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the, it's yeah. that time of year. It's that time of year. We're in. in de- we don't it know. Could what's just gonna be happen. an infinite number yeah. of them. But at least for this podcast, we're going to talk about last two games of regular season and then preview the Big Ten tournament. Austin and I are going with friend of the podcast Zach Wingrove. We'll be live with all the games this week in Indianapolis at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. It's going to be a really good week. Austin and I are very excited. It's the third year running that I have gone to the Women's Big Ten Tournament. And folks, let me tell you, you don't go to an event three straight years unless you really like it. To be fair, I got lucky. Northwestern made the semifinals at my first trip. I went back for a second and they won a game. They're going to do the same this year. I'm hyped. I love the Big Ten Tournament. It's a great event. And as we'll get into on this pod, Matt, there's a lot on the line this week for yeah, a lot yeah. of bubble teams. Yeah, there's a lot of teams on that bubble. I think it's what, four teams, you could say, are like right on that bubble yeah. where... A win or a loss could determine yeah. if they're going to go to the tournament. Some games like just might not straight up be an elimination game. Yeah. So it, it's it's going to be some really important basketball and hopefully some good basketball. There'll be some bad basketball, but that's kind of what makes the Big but Ten that's tournament what makes fun. It special. Um, let's get into it with the Northwestern point of view, starting specifically with their two games they played last week. Um, one great game and one not so fun game. They went on the road. To number fourteen, Ohio State. This was a tough deck of cards that Northwestern got dealt yeah, and in this one. They were very shorthanded. Abby Scheid did not travel with the team. She was suffer- suffering from flu-like symptoms, so she didn't go. So that left Northwestern with seven dressed scholarship players, three of whom basically play the same position in Ocpano, Wolf, and Hamilton. They just did not have the depth. Ohio State was motivated and played really well offensively. They scored fifty points in the first half. Matt, Kelsey Mitchell, your favorite yeah. player in the Big Ten. She's so good. And the, like she didn't even break a sweat in this game. She kind of just jogged around and then had stretches where it was like, oh, yeah, I can do that too. 22 yeah. points on 16 shots. Just pull up from deep, knock it down. Three for six from deep, it's fine. But she could have just done yeah. She could have done whatever she wanted to. Just like she she owned the court. This is the type of game. game that Ohio State plays every February and gets people saying, uh-oh, they're locked and loaded. They're going to make a run. And, like, yeah, ideally they could, but then they just won't because they're Ohio State and they'll do the same thing. This is a talented team. Harper, Calhoun can all can both shoot the ball. Asia Doss thinks she can shoot the ball and can't shoot the ball. Mavunga is really talented down low. This was just a and tough... Mavunga didn't even come yeah. close to an eight. Like, yeah. she just played and, yeah, know. hung around. This yeah. was a tough game for Northwestern. They were yeah. fine offensively. That's because Ohio State didn't care defensively for a lot of this. The full-court pressure gave them a lot of issues. That's something that I think we need to keep an eye on going into the Big Ten tournament. Rutgers did the same thing Was, yesterday. You can in bet this game. Wisconsin will probably pull yeah. it out if it's a close game. So turnovers absolutely is something to keep an eye on for Northwestern. But this game, we've had a couple of them this year. You just yeah, got to move on. You're going on the road against the ranked team that won the conference. And also in Kelsey Mitchell's final regular season home game, down one of your better scorers. So yeah. it's going to be tough. Yeah, Palace had 23 and 14, which were good numbers. Um, you know, well, we should mention it now. I'll mention it now. Palace, single season 
yeah. uh, record for rebounds. Yeah. That's really impressive. And Absolutely. if a player was going to do it, it was going to be her. That's just the yeah. way she plays. Unquestionably. She's so been that was, impressive all year and was in, impressive in this game. Yeah. But it's just tough for yeah. Northwestern. You move on. And yeah. they did. And that's yeah. the best part. Yeah, let's talk right. about it. Beating Rutgers at home, senior day, honoring Lydia Rohde and Oceana Hamilton, one by 13. Uh, this was a good win for Northwestern against Rutgers, who is an okay team. Yeah, Matt, they're right on the tournament well, bubble. Yeah, we were talking about Rutgers at the beginning of the season. like, Well, not the beginning. Middle of the season. Right, the beginning after of the season. After their non-conference yeah. play. Right. Yes. Yes, after their non-con, they were a ranked team. We said this is legitimately a really, really good team, one of the best, not only in this conference, but really in all of college basketball. They looked like it for a little while there. Then they started losing, and they started losing a lot. And everything just kind of fell apart. They could still defend pretty well, but they did the thing that they had the issues with last year, where they just completely forgot how to run a competent offense. Yeah, they have one player who can hurt you, it's that's tough. Tyler Scaife. And beyond that, they really struggled. And this was a game, Matt, that they had to have. Yeah. Because they are right on that tournament bubble, the, and this is an this, RCI hit. This loss hurt them a lot. Yeah. And that is, I think, what makes this really impressive for Northwestern. They came, and against a team that had to have this game, they outworked them. Northwestern's energy was as high as I've seen it at any point this year. Joe McEwen said it postgame. This was probably the best game that they played. Palace, my goodness. 12 points, 20, yes, 20 rebounds. Yeah. 10 offensive yeah. rebounds. We've been it's incredible. We've been saying this all year. Teams that don't have, you know, especially big bodies down low are susceptible. And Palace not only has realized that, but, like, really leverages. it. She doesn't just show up and go, oh, I, I can grab these rebounds. I am going to get every single one. That's insane to get 20 rebounds. Because the record was kind of like, oh, will she get it? Maybe. And she was no. like, 20 is yeah. light work. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're doing do it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty great. And Polium had a great game as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, she was kind of just due for one of these when she just got it all going and got really, she, really hot. She was okay against Ohio State, but she, least, had, yeah. she had a stretch in this game where it was just like, uh oh, she's on fire. And even if you can touch that 20 footer, she's knocking it down. 23 points. A great number for her. She was a big reason. And she played all 40 minutes. Great to see. That's like exactly it right there. When she catches fire for those few minutes. We saw it happen against Indiana. We saw it happen against Syracuse. Oh, not Indiana. It was Hamilton, rather. No, but, that was Indiana. No, no, no. The 33-point game 33, on the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one as well. But uh, I, I was thinking more of the Syracuse game sure. as well. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that was, the one that I really think of when the buckets just start flying in nonstop. You're like, she's not going to miss. Yeah. That's the Lindsay Pulliam that's going to need to show up. When it comes to Indianapolis, yeah, if if Northwestern is gonna make a run, you know, I mean, two or more, two three games, you know, she's gonna have to have a game where she kind of explodes. Yeah, you, you, Pulliam's gonna have to have a game. Palace is just gonna keep needing to do this. And Bree Hawkins deserves a lot of credit because she played really well again against Rutgers. Twelve points, seven boards. She was six of seven from the stripe. Only three turnovers. She was running point at mo at parts of this game. She's very versatile. That's something Joe McEwen pointed out post game to us. Uh, really good game from her. Jordan Hamilton played all 38 minutes. The five turnovers, like I get that that's not a great number, especially when this team turned it over 20 times. But, Matt, Rutgers is probably the best defensive team in the conference, just on, on pure defense alone. They swarm you. They pressure you. They force a lot of teams into a lot of turnovers. And I thought Northwestern handled that pretty well. Yeah, yeah I mean, the turnovers are going to come. We've, seen, we've said that a lot this year. We're the young team, too. It's really tough to, to battle those turnovers and try to work through those. and. You know, it, it's just about getting some decent looks up, and that's what they were able to do in this game. If they could do that, they got the, a lot of extra possessions. Yeah, as well. twenty yeah. offensive rebounds. That, that helps yeah. so so I, much in this kind of game. I think you see a really good blueprint to kind of face this Wisconsin team because Wisconsin built kind of similar similarly. They're they're not really great on offense, but defensively, that's going to be their calling card. They might try to press Northwestern, 
uh, and they also don't really have a good big inside. So the same recipe that worked at Rutgers, you got to think, that's got to be the same thing they're going to try to do on Wednesday. Uh, another point on this game, C.V. Ben Stringer played 13 people in the first quarter. She had 14 players in uniform and played 13 of them in the first quarter. How? I don't know. And also, why? Are you that desperate that you're just throwing yeah, people on the court to see if something works? Absurd. There's seven the fourth, different players who played The first quarter wasn't even minutes. that bad. <laughs> she played, oh, I know, it was so it was weird. A, it was a normal quarter. Yeah, I don't understand. It's oh, very yeah. strange. I just, want, I just wanted to point that out. It's, it was a, it's, a, it's a strange Also, Rutgers shooting shirts were this weird, like, cutoff. It looked like what Bill, Je- Bill Belichick wears in September. It had a hood on it, but the sleeves were, like, cut off. It was bad. It was bad. A just weird. a rough day for the Scarlet Knights, man. Yeah. And then you had to go back to, to New Brunswick, so all things considered, pretty tough. Pretty tough. Piscataway? New Brunswick, Piscataway. They're basically they're, the they're ba- this very close towns. Yeah. Sure. Um, this was a good win for Northwestern. Um, yes. This fourth, was fourth conference win. Yeah, and two out of the last three heading into the Big Ten tournament. This good. is the type of win, Amit, that I think you exactly wanted going into the Big Ten tournament. Is Rutgers one of the best teams in the conference? No. No. But they are certainly at a level higher than Wisconsin and Illinois. And Northwestern can say, all right, look, it's a, it's we a can real play with these team. Teams. It's a real yeah. team. Yep. Um, and I think the point you made, that they were going all out, and this is a game where they really, really sure. needed to win. That's yep. a huge point because that really showed that Northwestern, if they bring it, they can hang with the team. It's not like it's a who wants it more kind of situation. Well, Northwestern clearly showed that they were going all out in that game. Yeah, I think North, that's huge. Northwestern, and I, I kind of want to mention, we listened to Joe's Joe, Coach Joe McEwen's teleconference today. He kind of mentioned this. This is a team that, you know, this is a this is it for them. The tournament, they're going to come play their best basketball I don't want to say it's a team you don't want to face, but like, you're not going to be able to get any. They're e- loose. A- an easy game. They're loose. There's no. There's yeah. no pressure on Northwestern. This yeah. is an incredibly young team where all of this right now is experience in building towards next year. They're moving back to Welsh Ryan Arena. They're bringing in a talented recruiting class. They, bring they get back, more in Satterwhite. Bring back every yeah. key contributor that they've had this year. Yeah, this <laughs> is this is exactly the type of thing where. Northwestern can just say, you know what, let's go. Let's play with a lot of energy. Let's play with a lot of passion. Let's pick up a couple games and see if we can get a team that plays tight and, and we can give them a run. Yeah, again, it's like that, that nothing-to-lose mentality is kind of what they had going into the tournament two years ago. We don't want to mention that too much because this is a very, very different team yeah. yep. from that. But but also, like, yeah. that team, a 12 seed. Who'd they play? 13-seeded Wisconsin. <laughs> like, there's too many similarities yeah. not to bring it up, yeah. even though I'm, I'm totally with you. Palace the very is really team. the only player on that team. Yeah, Lydia was around, but you know, yeah, not again, really she's not, common. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. There's positives as they head to Indianapolis, and yeah. I think that's a good thing. So before we kind of talk about Wisconsin, and then if they won, the next opponent would be Iowa. Let's talk about the all Big Ten teams, uh, the honors, just you know, awards at the end of the season. I think the place to start is Player of the Year. Something we kind of caped on all year was giving this to Megan Gustafson, and she won media award which I think is fair, but the coaches did give it to Matt, and I know your favorite player, Kelsey Mitchell. Yeah, I'm on Team Kelsey here. I know you guys are the Gustafson crew, but I, I think the, her style of play just fits. It's a more fun brand of basketball. Sure. She I don't it's anywhere it's on the floor. Fun, it's more electric, but, you Look, know, Gustafson. Ohio State's a good team. They also have, like, I kind of think of it as most valuable player in the conference, and... To me, Kelsey Mitchell is probably most valuable in the conference, so that's not the yeah. argument that I would use. Well, I don't know. Without, without Mitchell, Ohio State would be okay. 
I don't know. I'm very curious to see what happens to Ohio State. I think you give Hallie Thome a few more touches. She's doing sure. exactly what Gustafson's doing. It's really? a good talent, but it's not mm. an irreplaceable talent. It's something that we've seen in this league, in really every league, every single year. There's a dominant post that scorer said, though, who gets a ton of touches and puts up double doubles. But that said, yeah. 25.3 points she, per I game and 12.8 boards. She really That's upped absurd. the scoring to shoulder yeah. more of a burden. Like, I know maybe the touches argument is right, but like... There's a reason why they, they all they come within ten feet of the basket. They have, and she's so good. She's unguardable inside, yeah. Yeah, and man. she's. I I she, understand the argument you're making, and I get where you're coming from, but I had to give it to Megan Gustafson because I felt like Kelsey Mitchell kind of went down just that step this year, and Gustafson went up a number of steps. Yeah. And she now this let's let's be fair. I think Kelsey Mitchell has another gear that's coming. Yeah. that back sure. into this tournament. Right. If they want to get past the Sweet 16. But this is a regular season award. But this is a regular season award. And I think Megan Gustafson really carried this Iowa team yeah. that lost a, a really good player last year. And, you know, you look at the talent around them, and there's just their next best player is Kathleen Doyle. I thought yeah. Gustafson deserved it. I okay. did too. Um, let's go freshman of the year really quickly. Destiny Pitts won this on Minnesota. Uh, I was really silly and didn't put her on my three because I'm is that an idiot. Some, is that something you want to admit publicly? Yeah, I'll admit it. Okay. I, I voted for Lindsey Pulliam one because I'm a Northwestern homer, but I also thought she was good. <laughs> I believe the actual quote was, oh, man, I didn't know she was a freshman. Yeah, I didn't know Destiny Pitts was a freshman, but... I did and voted her freshman of the year. It's it's hard yeah. for me to pick She was a good player Destiny on a good Pitz. team yeah, uh, and an played argument, a good really role. Good for Pulliam. There's an argument for Pulliam, but... Considering how much she had to do for this you, team, you, Destiny Pitts was guarded probably by the opposing team's third best yeah, defender. Sure. Yeah. Because of and the she other probably took a lot of wide-open shots. Gets a lot more open looks playing in, next in to Wagner offense. Yeah, there's, there's an argument there. But that being said, you She's probably, also just really good. That yeah, you probably want to reward her for that. Yeah. I think Kate Kane was in the conversation. Agreed. I mean, we can talk about the freshman team in a bit. We can we, talk about them right now. Let's do it. Um, Destiny Pitts, Kate Kane, Lindsey Pulliam, all names that made sense. Yep. Yep. And then kind of rounding it out was Jalen Penn, who had a also solid year sense. in Indiana. Fifth spot, really, no one really cl- like stepped up and cleared yeah, it. Yeah, Carissa McLaughlin. McLaughlin, I think, kind of backed okay. her way like, into it. Sure, like, fine. There wasn't really a... West Lafayette voting <laughs> block went for her. There aren't a lot of great options yeah. for that fifth spot. It just that it goes to show like the, the freshman involvement in this conference, which wasn't that much. Yeah, there wasn't that yeah. much. I mean, every even last year I didn't think there was five good freshmen. I thought there was kind yeah. of four and sure. Uh, any surprises for you guys in the first and second team? For the most part, kind of the names that we thought. The one difference between the media and the coaches, the coaches had Tanaya Page on their first team. The media had Hallie Thome. Otherwise the other nine were equal. Bus, Gustafson, Charles, Flaherty, Bell, Wagner, Mavunga, Mitchell, Scaife. All of those make sense to me. Yeah, I put Wagner on my second team, but I I think she... Yeah, keep, a very that, fair... keep that three-point shooting percentage. I it's almost so did the same thing, yeah. and then I saw what? her three-point shooting percentage and said, what? all right, that's yeah. a first Yeah, team. I think the reason where, where I put is I put Palace on the first team. Sure, and I did and as well. probably Wagner's spot, maybe. Um, I think the first team makes a lot of sense to me. Um, Tanaya Page, I personally put on my second team, yeah, but she was a good that enough field goal for, percentage too. Not high. I was a. I I think gets him up. There were too many. I kind of did my teams by guards and bigs, and I thought there were too many guards for Page to get on my first team. Regardless, um, I think surprising for me was all the Purdue players that kind of got in. I only gave yeah. one Purdue player a vote. Austin has a theory which I think makes sense why it happened. That yeah. was but well, I was thinking oh, about that earlier. Yeah. Theory, I was saying yeah. that, don't want to take credit for Matt. So. Theory. Look, Purdue had a really nice season, especially at the end of the season, and people wanted to reward that by giving them a member of one of these teams. That's fine. The question is, who do you give it to? Well, you could give it to Dominique Golden. You could give it to Ariana Harris. Yeah, 
sure. You could give it that. You just don't know. You don't know who it goes to, yeah. and then you just kind of say, "Oh well, everyone gets a couple votes. All the votes kind of pile up, and then next thing you know, you've got three Purdue players: Ariana Harris, Andriana Keys, and Dominique Oden, all on all Big Ten second team. And it, like, I mean, they're they're all fine. fine. They're all fine role yeah. players. And I mean, the issue is that like I all think the role if players you, fit I think together. If you look at the honorable mention players who should maybe have a spot, Kristanaki probably was good enough. To get a second team? No, she wasn't that good. I didn't think so. I didn't. Well, uh, Maryland. Was I don't know. You year. look at the rest of you look Kate at the rest Kane of. Kane was somebody who uh, got a vote for me that could have been on there. I think Kathleen Doyle had a shout just because he was the second best player yeah. on a decent Iowa team. And Amari Carter was a player who yeah. got on my second team. Her scoring numbers were fine. I guess she's not a great player. But if you know, like the Sanaya Page field goal percentage. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but see, and that's the issue with these ten-team teams is you is get you, to the bottom you, of the second team and there's team, just not a lot of great like, options. Yeah. Uh, really. Yeah, I thought it was okay. good for him. Whitish to get on this team. She was the best player in Nebraska who only got one player. Yeah. So someone had to get it. Was it was gonna be hurricane Kane. Yeah. Right. Uh I might have gone Kane over Whitish, but I gave uh, them both I gave them both my vote. Yeah. They both got all my second Alex team. Winninger, shout out to you for like, playing hard enough to get a, like, a second team spot. Yeah, Congrats. but I'm not big on the yeah. the big numbers on a bad team thing. But like, she's a legitimate player. Like yeah. if you watch her play, it's like, yeah, she could fit on I know that big numbers on a bad team. Like is there a are thing, players like, on that team. <clears throat> There are players on that team yeah. um, who, if you put them on another Big Ten team, they would not produce at that level. But I don't think Whittinger is that case. So I, I get it. Look, she's on a really bad team that didn't win a game. But I think that, that award is warranted. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Pauskanayak Pana getting a second team deserved. mention. Well deserved. Very deserved mention. With a lot of good bigs in the conference. I think fair case for her is the third best big. I think better than Cahill this year. Yes. So third, or maybe, yeah. It's, it was Maybe tight. fourth. It was tight. Because you have Thome, Mavunga, Gustafson. Gustafson yeah. And then I think, you know, I take your pick. Can I have a really good season? You know, I think it'd be really interesting to see if she can get on that first team next yeah, year. Yeah, I think the thing with Akpana that maybe kept her from being first team is the consistency. There yeah. were games like that Rutgers game, 12 and 20, where it's just like, my goodness, she's incredible. Yeah. But there are also moments where she gets herself in foul trouble and she's in and out of games. And so the consistency of Thome, of Mavunga, of Gustafson, that's yeah. what kind of has them in that tier slightly above her. But that is a very deserved honor, and I think she was one of the first names on that second team ballot. Yeah. She definitely was yeah, for me. Yeah, for sure. Lindsey Pulliam got an honorable mention uh, selection. Which Could we discovered been... was it because you voted for and her. It might be. I put her on my second team. But there, there's certainly a case for her as well when you look yeah. at the bottom of that second team. That is yeah. not just... If you look at the honorable mention players, she doesn't look out of place. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, unquestionably. Fine. So, good for her to get to get an honorable mention. I think that uh, pretty much wraps it up. Yeah, um, baby. Coach Big of the year. Ter- oh, Amy Williams. Coach of the year, Amy Williams. I thought pretty unanimous. My, my take on Coach of the year is still that it should go to the best coach in the conference. However, so Brenda, Brenda's collapsed at yeah, the end. Brenda's oh, collapsed. Yeah. Kevin McGuff doesn't do it anything. Doesn't coach. And oh, look, Amy Williams' team finished third best. Yeah. So even under that argument, you can give her the vote. Yeah, but I think you, if it's to the coach that most outperformed expectations, then it's, it's unquestionably yeah, Amy Williams. Williams. Yeah. No, the beginning a, of this year, I don't think anyone had nope. Nebraska I thought, and around, even around the middle of the conference. I oh, thought yeah. they were going to be first day Big Ten tournament they dead see, ringer. Yeah. Like on 11, that, 11, yeah. 10 team maybe. Really good team for them. And the fact that they had one player on the second team shows you the level of talent that Amy Williams was working with. Yep. So really good coaching from her. Round of applause to what she did, especially the way this team matured because they weren't great non-conference. And as we get to in a bit, yeah, that, might keep, anyone. that <laughs> might keep them from the NCAA tournament. But the fact that she took that team from kind of stumbling at the early parts of the year and turned it into a well-oiled machine by the end that beat everybody in this conference, basically, that wasn't Ohio State and Maryland, Two thumbs up to Amy Williams. You did one heck of a job, and yep. that program is back on track after a very weird last few couple of years. 
Yeah. Let's get into the Big yeah, Ten tournament. Oh boy! Uh, do you guys want to start with Northwestern's yeah, matchup? I think, yeah, I think that's, that's a good so place to go. You've heard us mention, hinting at it a lot. Uh, they're playing Wisconsin, uh, twelve thirty p.m. Central Time on Wednesday. Austin and I will be there. Uh, they split the season series. Both teams won at home. Um, you know, Wisconsin is what they are. We can preview them all we want. You know what you're getting with Johnson Sippet's squad. They're going to play hard. They're going to defend. Offense is going to be a struggle for them. Uh, and Northwestern, you know what their issues are too. What are your keys to this matchup, guys, this third time around? Yeah, so a couple things that I'm looking at. When you look at the box scores from those two games, um, if Northwestern plays like they are capable of, they are the better team in this matchup. In that second game, Matt, you called that one in Madison. The catch yeah. shot 29%. It's not good. Field. It's not great. Not what you're looking for. Uh, Marsha Howard was allowed to do things that Marsha Howard should not be able to do. And that's kind of in both those games. She scored 13 in the first game, 21 in that game in Madison. Suzanne Gilreath. Suzanne Gilreath. Like, yeah, it's I'm... tough. Suzanne Gilreath was 5 of 5 from beyond the arc in the game in Evanston, and it was 1 of 5 from beyond the arc in Madison. That's the type of thing, Amit, that I think Northwestern needs to get in her shooting space early. Don't give her a clean look, yeah. and then get a couple misses, and then you can start sagging off. Uh, McMorris, Wisconsin's best player. She is capable, but this is a game, Matt, that... They don't have anybody that can guard Palace. Marsha Howard is a post player for them, and she's 5'11". Remember, in that loss that Palace fouled out with about four minutes left in that game? She only played 25 minutes Against total. Wisconsin, and that was huge because Northwestern got outscored by nine points in that fourth quarter. They were right in that game despite shooting 29%, yeah. which lets you know that they can really hang with Wisconsin even on one of their off nights. So the good news there is I see pretty much no scenario where the Northwestern gets blown out. Yep. Yeah. This game. It, even if they have a bad game, they're going to they be can still they pull can it still out. pull this right. out. And you you look at that game in Madison, Lindsey Pulliam and Jordan Hamilton were a combined one of 20 from the field, yeah. which they've had a couple games like that. But Pulliam is shooting well. Hamilton didn't shoot great against Rutgers, but it's just playing really well for a first year who has been thrown into the Big Ten fire and asked to play nearly all the minutes. I, point I think a uh, note on that is it's really going to pay off in her development next Absolutely. year. I'm expecting yep. her to, to really you know make that bring lead. it. Yeah. Uh, one final thing from my end. Abby Scheid had 13 in the game in Evanston. Her, one of her best games of the year was in Madison. She had 17. She looked like she was still getting over whatever it was that kept her out of the game against Ohio State on Sunday against Rutgers, just off on a couple of shots, more so than she usually would be. Scheid has had a bit of an inconsistent year, but if she starts playing like she's shown at points, then Northwestern can be a dangerous team in Indianapolis, especially against this Wisconsin team. And Palace has the athleticism advantage so much. Yeah, against just about everybody in the conference, and unquestionably against Wisconsin. Especially against Wisconsin. Even in that game in Madison, which she only grabbed 11 boards, like you said, that was only 25 minutes. Yeah. For that, like, a per 40, she's averaging almost 18 against the Badgers. And Look, the thing about... field day if she can stay out of foul trouble. Amit, the thing about Wisconsin, and we've said this every time we've talked about them, they do not beat themselves defensively. No, yeah. They're not going to give you open looks. You can get open looks if you work the ball, yeah. if you run good offense. They, here's the key number. A lot of their stats are bottom three, bottom yep. four in the conference. They're fifth in three-point field goal percentage. That's their calling card. They allow shoot uh, opponents to shoot 32% from beyond the arc. They're not gonna. They're not gonna give you an easy look. Right. You have to work to get it. And so because of that, Northwestern needs to play disciplined offense. They need to take care of the basketball. They only turned over twelve times when they played in Evanston, in Madison. They turned it over eleven. And they just didn't shoot very well. So you yeah. take care of the ball. You shoot better than twenty nine percent, which this is, is a win. Pretty much hard to do. Yeah, it's hard I, to shoot that poorly again. Obviously, Wisconsin is not a given. There's nothing given no. about this game, but. Everything that kind of just I've heard, you hear from the team, the way they've been playing the last three games, it just what you expect them to come out and play hard. 
I think Northwestern has had a lot of injury issues the whole year, some nights where it's been tough for them to bring it. They've had to but adjust. If they have to adjust, but if they bring it, I don't see why they why they would lose no. this game on Wednesday. Yeah. Look, this Wisconsin team won two conference games this year. They yeah. beat Northwestern, and you know who else they beat? Oh, Illinois, because everybody beats Illinois. So this is not a team that beat. <laughs> they don't have a win like that Rutgers win was for Northwestern. Granted, I get it. You know, Northwestern has only beaten Wisconsin and Illinois. But Northwestern has kind of been in a lot of games. Wisconsin is in a lot of games because of their style. Uh, we heard Jonathan Sippis talk about it on that same media call. His team has struggled late in games. And Northwestern has, has to be fair, struggled late yeah. in games. But this thing could come down to the wire. And if it does, I think you like Northwestern's ability to get a good shot late more than you like Wisconsin's ability. Yep. Cats, not super close, but certainly not a blowout. Uh, seven think, to eleven. Yeah, I was gonna say right. eleven. I was gonna say eleven points. I, I like that. Range. I think there is a chance that Northwestern blows him out in this game. Yes, they get hot for a if little they, bit there. Wisconsin just game. doesn't have the scoring. Like I just don't. Sorry, Suzanne Gilry. That was a great game you had that one time. Do it again. Five threes. <laughs> Do it again. I just don't think it's gonna happen again. <laughs> and that, and that's, yeah, you also think that Marsh is gonna be guarded by Kunayak Pana like. Yeah. Kenai Pana should probably shut her down yes. if she if she's really if she doesn't get yeah. in foul trouble. And yeah. and like you said, Matt, all it sometimes takes is one quarter. Like if you can outplay Wisconsin thoroughly for one quarter, they're not you can usually back. put them away. They're not a team that's yeah. built to come back from any sort of deficit. So I, I I feel pretty confident about this one. I think we all do. If Northwestern wins, they would play Iowa. So we're gonna preview them. Iowa twenty three and six uh, has Player of the Year Megan Gustafson, according to the media. This is a solid team. Uh, I, are they in the NCAA tournament? They have some. They, they're pretty much in. Yeah, they started conference a little bit slow, but have really you know picked up, worked their way to an eleven and five record. Coming in, have won a lot in a row. One, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, seven games in a row. Yep. Uh, including you know good win over Minnesota. That was a team they needed to beat. Indiana, who kind of a lot of teams it. in yeah. this conference down this stretch kind of faltered, and when they had the opportunity, give Iowa credit, they did. Yeah. They yeah, had right. the opportunity, they, they were on the bubble, and they said, "Nope, we're going to take this into our own hands. We're going to win all these games." And now, even if they suffer a loss to Northwestern or Wisconsin, it'll drop their seed line, and you might end up at an eight or nine, playing a one seed second round, which you don't want. But they're in the NCAA tournament, yeah, and deservedly they, so. They took care of business. Uh, really nice win over Ohio State, 103-89. to 89. Huh, 103 points against Ohio State. Who'd have yep. thunk it? Yep. Yeah. And also beating Michigan when they played in December. So against the other top teams of the conference, uh, they, they beat punk. them. They, they lost to Maryland. You can't beat all of them. They did lose to Nebraska, but again, Nebraska. swept by Nebraska. Ne- Interesting. And that was enough. their kind of one Achilles heel this year. But other than that, really fine season for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, we know what they're, what they're driven by. It's Megan Gustafson. She's, uh, you look at the stats, she leads a lot of things in the country. Uh, first in field goals made, first in field goal percentage, first in points in the country this entire season, uh, and first in point, uh, first points a game, doesn't matter. Um, as She's a, good. As a team, they're tops in the conference in assists, uh, in block shots, uh, in personal fouls. <laughs> All right, now you're just reading stats and not giving them context Look, whatsoever. I think, yeah, I let's, think the let's way here, to man. beat this team, which Northwestern, remember, almost did at Evanston Township High School. They were in that game at some point. At segments, yeah, they hung at, around. At, at segments. They didn't go away. Again, the foul trouble really killed them in that game. Jordan Hamilton and Palace both got into foul trouble, and that really, really hurt them because we keep saying it, but the team just is not that deep. They can't afford to get into foul trouble. But they had those stretches where they were hanging. They were hanging with Iowa. I think the way to beat them... Is you gotta 
you got to guard Gustafson one without fouling, which is really that's, really I hard think to that's do. That's key number one. For really hard to do. Maybe maybe double team her in the post, but you got to live with some of those shooters. They have a couple different shooters who can get you. It's tough, but I think that's got to be option number one: is kicking away Gustafson without fouling. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and also taking away those other options, I think. Yeah, because Gustafson is going to get hers no matter what you do. Yes, you want to make it difficult for her to get hers. Yes, you don't want to put her on the foul line because those you, are free you points. You don't want open threes that she kicks right. out. And that's stopping Kathleen Doyle and Mackenzie Meyer both shooting you know, 36 37%, which is mm-hmm. pretty good. Tania Davis is out. She's been out for some time now. They also have Alexis um, Civilian. Civilian, who's a, a, also a perfectly fine three-point shooter. You cannot just leave them open on the perimeter. And Northwestern has has been hurt a lot this year by, by three-point yep. shooting teams. So that's going to be a really interesting for them. What defense do they throw at Iowa if they get there? And how do they balance stopping their shooters with also stopping Gustafson? I think offensively, Northwestern can have a solid game. Yeah, and like Matt said, when these two teams played in Evanston, Northwestern was in that game down the stretch. It felt like, Matt, you and I were at that game. It felt like that game like sat from 7 to 11 points for the entirety of the end of that game. Northwestern was one push away from really getting into it, and Iowa was one push away yeah. from just finishing it. Exactly, and then Iowa, like Northwestern away from that push, and then Iowa would score right. six straight points, yeah. get Gustafson some looks down low, knock down a three, and then... Just like you look up and then Northwestern's down 12, inching back into it, yep. then can't do enough. So there were some stretches, though. There were some stretches sure. where Northwestern looked like they could, in fact, just go on that run to pull it out. You know, maybe Pulliam would get hot in a stretch there, or Hamilton would have that game against Michigan where she started knocking everything down. If that happens again, I feel like there's a pretty good chance. And Northwestern needs a lot of things to go right for them yeah. to, to give Iowa competitive But game. they don't need everything. But they don't to need go everything. Right. They just need one or two of their scores to, to really just have a good game, and they'll be in this one. Um, worth noting, these two teams played the first game of last year's Big Ten Tournament for Northwestern. That was in the 8-9. That's completely different. There's not a ton to take from that. Uh, that Iowa was also, coffee game. Yeah, that was Nia coffee, coffee scoring 34 points on 26 shots. And Iowa just saying, oh, wait, you're going to pass it to her on the baseline and she's going to attack? And Iowa just had no idea yeah. what to do with that. They ran Nia, the same Nia play Nia caught it in the time. short corner every single time. It just dribbled in, and she either got a reverse layup, an open layup, or was fouled. Yeah. Hey, cool. <laughs> Success. Great. Go Cats. Um... That it's going to be completely different this year. There's there's no doubt about that. Uh, but just it is an interesting note to take from that. Gustafson fairly successful in that game, 27 and six boards on 11 of 18 shooting. She's really good. Uh, but you got to contain everybody else. I think that's the key for Northwestern. Take away Doyle. Take away Meyer. Um, take away Civilian Stewart. All those players on the perimeter and see if you can have a go at them. Yeah, I think the expectation Northwestern should be to get to Iowa and play them competitively and see what happens. Yeah. I think that's and it's the Big Ten tournament. You never know what can happen. Maybe Iowa comes out tight. Maybe Iowa says, you know what, hey, we've made the NCAA Yeah, they tournament. don't have anything to play for, right. really. They're playing for seeding in the NCAA tournament. Which yeah. is something well, to play for, I but think, not the motivation. if you're Iowa, you don't want to suffer a bad loss to Northwestern. If they lose to Minnesota, that's perfectly fine sure. for NCAA tournament. Yeah. But a loss, you know, you don't want to be... Uh, an eight nine season That's have to play Also, they a really have the uh, the last year Michigan situation right. kind of lingering in the back of their yeah. head, where everyone thought, "Oh, safely yeah. in, don't worry about it." And then, oh, selection Monday comes around, and, and they're out. There they go. But yeah. again, Northwestern, if they got to this game, they'd have a game under their belts. First game for Iowa at the tournament that can sometimes help. Look, if Northwestern can come in guns blazing and Iowa is kind of slumbering around, like, ah, we'll just put them away late, there's a chance in this game. If Iowa plays on all cylinders and plays their best, it's tough for Northwestern. Yeah, but they they probably can't get to the That's tournament basketball. You sometimes need that to happen, and maybe it will for the Cats. Yeah. 
Uh, there's your expectations for Northwestern. Austin and I will be on the call all weekend in Indianapolis. Very quickly, if they were to win twice, they would play Minnesota. Minnesota. That's already bracketed. That's a team that can score. We'll talk about them in a little bit as we get into the general yeah. preview. Um, you got to hope that they miss, and you got to make because they can't defend. Yeah. That would be the game they, plan. They're, they're a team that plays fast. Kanisha Bell gave them fits. Yep. Uh, that would be the type of game where you need to slow them down, run them off the three-point line, uh, and make some shots to keep pace. Sure. Um, let's look at the whole bracket, guys. It's a really interesting year. Why don't we talk about the games that are most important on Thursday? There's kind of one that's really I think big. there's two. And there's a second game, Michigan State-Indiana is also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is also really big because Indiana, they made a little campaign here. Your four-seeded double-bye teams are Ohio State, Maryland, Nebraska, and Minnesota. Who are all in? No, no, no way. No, Nebraska. Nebraska is oh a because hard of their non-con. Nebraska yeah. is a team that needs to do something. They could have the yeah. opportunity to play Michigan in the quarterfinals, Matt. But that's what's that's so a interesting huge game about on this. Friday is I think you've got three teams that you feel all right. Lock it up: Ohio State, Maryland, Iowa. Those teams are in regardless of anything. Not Michigan. That happens. Oh, in Michigan. Yes. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Those four teams, regardless of what happens in Indianapolis, they're in. Minnesota. I think they should feel pretty good. I, they still have that loss to San Yes, Diego. it's not great, and they shouldn't add <laughs> another good. loss to either Northwestern or Wisconsin if they go on a run. But, but Minnesota, Iowa, I think I think they're still in. I think they're is, in. Is Michigan in? Michigan's yeah. in. But they're biting their nails. Minnesota's biting their nails. Yes. Come selection. Minnesota, if Minnesota should, loses to Iowa, it's going to be a real toss. Yeah, up. and it could come down to what happens in, in minor conference Some tournaments. Dealers, How many yeah. bids are available? So you've got the four teams in Minnesota. All right, we're pretty good. Then you've got Nebraska. Before yeah, before we get to them, you've got Penn State, Illinois, Northwestern, Wisconsin, Michigan State. Those five teams. I don't care all, what Charlie Green says. You got to win the Big Ten tournament to make the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Mich- Michigan State, if they beat maybe. Indiana, Maryland, and Michigan, maybe we could and maybe have a chat. To Ohio State, maybe, maybe. have a chat. Yeah, maybe. that might do it. Okay, and then oh, that's, that's that's pretty far. Yes, yeah. and then you get to the bubble much. teams. You've got Rutgers, the nine seed, Purdue, the eight seed. They'll play on the first date. That's huge. Indiana needs something to happen. They still. need to beat Maryland, pretty much. They Probably need to find a way to beat Maryland. Which, which the yeah. way Maryland's playing and the way Indiana's playing could happen. And then Nebraska finished third in this conference. Didn't do anything in the non-conference. Has some losses to teams that are also on the bubble. They probably need to beat Michigan. I, I think like it's, it's at least it's simple for them is that they need to beat Michigan. Yep. Here's the problem: if somehow Michigan is upset. And then they win and then lose to Maryland. It's tough. That's a really tough ask. Yeah. Honestly, Honestly, they can't control that. Even if that. they just beat Michigan, I'm not sure if that's enough because for the Huskers. You're just looking, the computer numbers just don't like them if, because of that bad non-con. And if you start looking at it, you start counting up. The Big Ten can't get that many bids. You wouldn't think They're just so. not that yeah. demanding of that many bids. So Nebraska really, you know, they got to take care of business against Michigan. And then still, they're probably going to hope a little bit. So my prediction for the Big Ten in the NCAA tournament is I think six teams are going to get in. Yeah. Ohio State. Maryland, Iowa, Michigan, locks. Minnesota, unless something crazy happens, is five. And then one team from Nebraska, Indiana, if you want to throw them out there, Purdue or Rutgers. One of those four teams, I think, is going to have the opportunity to snatch a late spot. So here's the problem with Purdue and Rutgers. Whoever loses is done. Yes. The winner is, like, they need it. But then they have to play Ohio State, and they probably are going to lose. Is that win enough? But is Ohio State going to try? That's Ohio State's about. not going to – oh, well. See, here's the thing, though. Here's the <laughs> thing, though. Ohio State does this. They try in the quarterfinals. They don't try in the semifinals. Yeah. Last year, they scored yeah. 99 on Northwestern. It's the back-to-back days. Yeah, also, really Ohio did. State, yeah. like, they – they're – I don't see how they would lose to Rutgers. They lost Purdue. to Purdue last year. Yeah, so you never know. They but. don't have a lot to play for, right. either. Like, they're, they're going to go to the tournament. They probably don't care if they're a 
three seed. It's not like they're gonna. It's not like they're gonna get a seven or eight seed. Like Um, the question. So Rutgers and Purdue. You're right. Elimination game. First thing on Thursday. Those two teams take the court. Whoever loses that game, you're not going to the NCAA tournament. Whoever wins that game, you play yourself right onto the cut line, and that you give yourself an opportunity to play yourself over that cut line. Right. And you're on the cut line with the win. You beat Ohio State. You're definitely probably in. Yeah. It's that's that's what it is. It's wild. It's, it's really fun. That's fun. It really is fun. I mean, if we're just taking if we're taking picks in this game, we're gonna pick. We're picking this bracket. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I got Purdue just because of the way they're playing. Um, they, they, Rutgers is on a, such a slide. They're gonna have a fire under them after what happened in that Michigan State game. Yeah, that this weekend. That's one they really should have won. They absolutely should have won. And that. if they won that, they're sitting a lot better than they are now. Yeah. But now, now they're thinking like we need to win that. And, yeah. Well, I guess Rutgers is probably a similar situation. But they've also just fallen off. Yeah. They can't score. It's really tough. First I, one to I fifty-five think, wins. Man. I think if Rutgers wins this game, they still probably are out to me, unless really? the bids go right. Everywhere I would. Else. I would actually argue the opposite. I think if Rutgers Purdue wins. They they're not. I sold. think Rutgers is the team that just with because the win their non-con was good. The, the I RPI just, loves. The I Rutgers. just. I don't know how much. Oh, I forgot the RPI so good. Still top I just hate RPI. that they literally have yeah. slid so yep. much in the back I get half of the season. I understand. And it. the men's committee definitely takes into account like how are you playing come March. They but yeah. that's something that it's much harder to evaluate on the on the, in this committee. So. You might be right there that if Rutgers, you know, wins, it could be enough. We've seen time and time again that when it comes down to these, uh, maybe it's just the RPI. If it's good enough, that will get you. RPI that is such a stronger factor yeah. in these brackets. So you might be right there with Rutgers. A, a win for them can kind of reverse everything. But I do think Purdue is going to win this game. I think yeah. if Rutgers wins, they're in. If Purdue wins, they, it's really tight. But I think Purdue is going to win this game. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be bad basketball. You know, 57, 50, yeah, a lot of fouls. It, it depends how they call this game. If they call it tight, oh, man, we're going to be there forever. Uh, but 57-51 yeah. Purdue, something like that. Yeah, it, it should be a really entertaining game because both teams know what's yeah. at stake. And that's what makes it. does the, help for Rutgers. They have the best player on the floor. They do. Tyler Scaife is yeah. better than and, anybody yeah. else. Yeah. But Purdue is But is Purdue more is, balanced, is, right? is more balanced outside of Scaife. More, more than one player can score. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a good kind of point to that. <laughs> uh, 12-13, I think we're all taking Northwestern over yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, seems like it. Great. Uh, 11-14, the other game. Oh, 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 oh. Penn State, game, Illinois, baby. They should flip a coin. They should just flip a coin instead yeah. of wasting three hours. You want my bold, You want my hot take? You think Illinois is going to do it? They do. They do. Penn win. State has zero reason to be here. Their season well, has been disappointing. Have, <laughs> we think you're arguing Penn State season has been disappointing. So Illinois, Illinois wants a dub. Illinois wants a dub. <laughs> Illinois, but it's, it, was Illinois season disappointing? Was their expectations yeah, in the first place? Yeah. Well, their expectation was probably to win a game. Yeah, that's fair. Well, that's fair. look, if you want to know what Not Penn State seventeen straight games. If you want to know what Penn State thinks about this tournament, go listen to Coquise Washington's <laughs> teleconference preview. They're, they're, they're excited to be, there. to be That's here. Good. That's good to know. <laughs> Illinois is winning that game. Bricks Beasley is going to be not Bricks for once. Illinois is winning that game. That's my bold take. Look, I love the take, but I'm it, no. I had no good faith could pick Illinois to no, win. The, no, to I, win can't, I can't. I can't do it. I, understand. I love. I love that they're due argument, but Penn State had some talented well, players. No matter what happens, I think we should go do the the rest of Thursday games. Sure. Yeah. Start with Northwestern Iowa. As much as I would love to pick a Northwestern win, I think they're going to play Iowa real tight, and in the end. The Hawkeyes are going to have a little too much. Iowa close. Yeah. Northwestern will not be embarrassed in this game. They'll quit themselves well. They'll head to They'll next to year play. with some momentum. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I, I, come I, to think, play. I think Indiana's going to get a dud against Michigan State because they need to get to that Maryland game. It's not an easy one, but I just think, you know, that senior class is going to have to bring it. Yeah. Two things are going to happen for Indiana. It's, it's one of two things. 
They're either going to beat Michigan State and then beat Maryland, make the semifinals, or, and slip in the NCAA tournament, or they're losing to Michigan State. I don't see Indiana yeah. losing or beating Michigan State and then losing to Maryland. It just feels like yeah, that's they're either going to finish the season of disappointment with a disappointment, or they're going to save their season. Stay hot and yeah. just keep winning. And yeah. let's remind ourselves, all year long in this podcast, we've said Indiana's got the, the caliber to be there. They've got the caliber to be there. I think they prove it. I think they beat Michigan State. I think State. it's the seniors, too, like you mentioned. Yeah. Especially Tyra Boss. Yeah. All she's done she, that she can't let her career end with a loss no. to Michigan State on Thursday. And that, that, if, that, if, if that's the last game of your college career, uh, she's also, not Also, Thursday one. night in Indianapolis, oh boy, Hoosier fans are going to be out. Oh, you're right. It's going to oh. be a lot of crimson and cream. Yeah. Home crowd. Sparty winning. Oh. oh. Upset. I, I would disagree, but there we go. Okay. I, I, I get the argument. Indiana is absolutely capable of winning this game. They were capable of winning every game they played this year. I think Indiana is just going to finish the season of disappointment with one final disappointment. Michigan State, it's a hardworking team. I know they're not particularly great. They're not among the next four out teams in the NCAA nope. tournament. I'll tell you that much. Uh, but Michigan State's going to win this game against Indiana. Yeah, Michigan State, don't fool yourselves into thinking you have a chance. Yeah, no. Also, <laughs> final quarterfinal game, we've got Michigan. I have them against Illinois. You have them against Penn State. Kalen Flaherty is going to score 37 points. Illinois is going to lose by 45. There's there's, yeah. zero, there's like less than a 3% chance that Michigan loses this game. Yes. Even if, like with the Penn State argument that you were making about they have no reason to show up for this. Well, I mean, they <laughs> yeah. have no reason to show up for this Michigan game. Like, yeah. it's just... Yeah, Penn State, like... Pack your bags, go home. Uh, you could, like, all right, I know I picked Illinois, but you could see Penn State, like, slumbering past Illinois. Kind of, you know, 65-57, yeah. like, oh, we did what we had to do, and then just... <laughs> Woodshed. And just mailing it in. Yeah, Kim Barnes, Rico, Caitlin Look, Flaherty. They've got they've got Friday vacation plans. Yeah, queued up here. Yeah. Who knows? Like, man, the flight yeah. to Aruba leaves Saturday morning. You know, you, <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, you yeah. don't want to get tight there. You don't want to get tight there. So All like, right, let's go to the yeah quarterfinals. Yeah, so go to the quarterfinals. Uh, so I have Purdue. I think Ohio State will beat them, and then it'll be really interesting for the Boilermakers on their bracket. But. Mm, I really, I know. I'm really tempted to take the boy. I don't think I, I can't. I don't, I don't think this is the year Ohio years. State collapses in the quarterfinals. Dude, man, the thing that I've learned to, like, Ohio State, State no reason for them to play is just <laughs> when you think Ohio State has turned the corner, they have absolutely not yeah. turned the corner. But I think they've and got one more. Happen if they I'll lose take to Northwestern after Northwestern yeah. runs through two. And I think we've got Ohio State with the. Uh oh, you gotta watch out for this team in March. 103 points. Kelsey Mitchell on fire. They guns blazing. Pound Purdue. Yeah. Buckeyes into the dis- semifinals. And then disappointingly. Yeah, we'll yeah, see what we yeah. get. We'll see what we get in the semifinals. Yeah, okay, I don't want okay, to okay. spoil my picks. All right, so you have Iowa, Minnesota, which is a sneakily very good it's a game. Fun game. That's, yes. a, that's just two good styles. I, I'd be really excited for that one. I would go Iowa in that one. Yeah. Because, again, I'm taking the way they're playing. I want the hot team. Minnesota also playing some pretty good basketball, but I mean, no one's touching Iowa right now. And also, if you go back to the best player on the floor argument, that's going to be Iowa. Minnesota doesn't have a player that can guard Iowa. No, Minnesota. All right, look. That's also a true statement. Minnesota does not have a player who can guard. You can just end it there. (laughs) But that's a really good offense. They don't have bigs. Nothing resembles Gustafson could go off for 40. Yes, that's what kind of throws me into Iowa. Gustafson scores 40. Bell and Wagner combine for 50. Minnesota tight. Overtime. Could see it. Yeah, uh, this is a toss-up for me. That's a fun game. I think if I'm going to go with Minnesota because I just like their – I think they can they can run at Iowa kind of off the floor other than Gustafson, even though she'll get hers. Let me tell you what's going to happen on Friday. Okay. If Northwestern is there on Friday, I'm going to be ecstatic because yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun because it's always fun when you make a run. If Northwestern's not there on Friday, I'm going to go to Banker's Life Fieldhouse. I'm going to get a big plate of free food. I'm going to sit in the second row of the press row. I'm going to watch Kelsey Mitchell put on a show with the annoying Buckeye guy in the first row behind me who wears all the stuff. And I'm going to watch a great Minnesota-Iowa game. I'm going to be in heaven. 
Great. It's going to be a good one. Um, so <laughs> you have Mar- Michigan State versus Maryland. Yep. We got I Indiana. have Indiana, Maryland. Yeah. Now, I'm, I I get what you were saying, that they could either you know mm-hmm. save their season or not. I think Indiana's going to come really hyped up for this Maryland game, but they're not going to be able to get it done. I know Maryland hasn't been playing well, but I just think Indiana's too inconsistent for me to put two games together. So I actually think the argument, Matt, that you've been making for Ohio State applies maybe a bit more to Maryland yeah, here. That they Ohio, State, not show Ohio State is looking to get a home game. They want to get one of those top 16 seeds. They've not won the Big Ten tournament with Kelsey Mitchell. Maryland's been there, done that. I think Maryland could be the team that kind of slumbers through this. They do feel like they've been in coast mode right. for the last couple weeks now. Right. Maybe they turn it on because it's now the Big Ten tournament. I don't know. They've had a couple of opportunities for that wake-up yep. call, but they just seem to have not responded to it in any of these last few games. Sparty keeps it close. Zach Wingrove, Taryn McCutcheon plays great, but Maryland gets through. It's not convincing, though. I got I got the Hoosiers because I like what you're saying about Maryland so we have three not playing teams. well. So. <laughs> well I, I, everything could happen. Okay. Hoosiers in the semifinals. Yeah. All right. Last game... Um, uh, we all have Michigan-Nebraska. This is another good game, and it means a lot for Nebraska, as we mentioned earlier. They really need this to cement their bid. And this is where this is where if Northwestern is no longer playing that, and it gets really interesting for Amit, Zach, and I, because this is going to be like a 9.45 p.m. Eastern time tip-off. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a fantastic game. But it's a big game. game. It's a and huge game. That's why Friday slate is just so good. Um I don't know. You either have great bubble games or you have a team from the first day making a run. Yeah. It's going to be fun regardless of what's yeah, there on yeah. Friday. I'm inclined to lean towards Michigan just because I, I think they're a better team on yep. paper than Nebraska. But I know Nebraska has more to play for. In Michigan, it doesn't really matter if they yep. lose. Yeah, that, that, I keep coming back to that argument. But I, I got to take the more talented team here, yeah. and that's going to be Michigan. Um, there's something to be said. They'll have like a little warm-up game the day before against Wherever they play at, <laughs> yeah. um, they'll get a, they'll get a warm up game, uh, kind of get the juices flowing, and then have a yeah. little bit of stride without being tired for that Nebraska game. Yeah, that's a big ne- step. Nebraska again, they're not they're a balanced team. They don't really have a star player that's going to get them through this. Michigan is sneakily very good at defense. Something we learned. Mm-hmm. I mean, Thome is obviously good, but Dunstan is a very good defender. Yeah. Um, I think Nebraska is going to have a tough time, you know, not having a go to score late in a close game. Two points on Nebraska. One, they've overachieved this year. Regardless, yeah. Yeah. even if they end up missing the NCAA tournament, this season is 100% success for Amy Williams and Nebraska. Two, I think they're going to be really tight in this game. I know they've yeah, overachieved. That could be like, oh, we've got nothing to play for, but they can feel it. Look, we could do something that nobody thought we could do. I think they're going to be really tight in this game. I think the better Michigan team shows up. Michigan, look, they're in regardless of what happens, but they thought that last year, and they were out. This, so di- this sure, year is completely different. I'm they sure have Kim Barnes-Rico is preaching to them, hey, let's let's just go out and take Let's make sure. Yeah. Let's make sure. Yeah. Kalen Flaherty, big. Hallie Thome, Kate Kane is a really fun matchup in the post. I think Michigan wins this game, makes the semifinals. Yeah. So now we have our semifinal matchups. Uh, I've, I've got Ohio State. You've got Ohio State uh, versus... I have Minnesota. I, got, I have Minnesota. I got Iowa. Okay. So I'll go Ohio State, Minnesota. Now I'm here. I'm here. For, I'm here, guys. This is where Ohio State loses it. This is where things go south. You know, shout out to Minnesota. They're a fast, fun team. Ohio, is Ohio State going to guard them? This is Minnesota going to guard Ohio? Is anybody going to guard anybody? This game's going to yeah. get to 100. First yeah. to 100 wins. Yeah. I'm going with Minnesota. That'd be, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun game. I really hope that happens. But yeah. since I took Iowa, now I'm taking the boring pick. I'm going to take Iowa again. I did this last okay. year when I had Iowa going all the way to And the then Iowa. what happened? Yeah, and then Nia went off in the first round. Sure. But I think they're due for this year because, one, they've been playing well lately. Two, they have one of the best talents in the the whole yeah. conference. They have a, a couple other 
yeah. good contributing so role players. So you have I- Iowa, Ohio State. That'd be really fun to watch just because of the Gustafson-Mitchell battle. Like, yeah. It's kind of a, like, who who's going to yeah. – it's like after they give out the award. And this is Kelsey yeah. Mitchell saying, like, all right, this is actually my award, yeah. and here you go. Yeah. And, hey, NBA, put the MVP award back before the playoffs. Also, low-key, the Mavunga uh, Gustafson. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good matchup. Doyle against Mitchell is intriguing because yeah. Doyle just is a, that annoying type of player who Kelsey Mitchell will, like, swat face. away like yeah. a fly. <laughs> Ohio State's going to – I think Ohio State beats Minnesota in this one. Um, so you've got Ohio State in the final. I've got Minnesota. He's got, and Iowa. got Iowa. Okay, wow. I like it. We're all over the place. So here. then we all have different teams here as well. Ooh. I have Maryland. I got Indiana. So you've got Maryland, Michigan. Yeah. I have Maryland, Michigan. Oh, no. I th- oh, so you said Michigan State would play them close. Yes. Yeah, but not Maryland. get it done. Okay. We both got Maryland, Michigan. Matt has. I've in- got Indiana. Yeah. But Michigan, we, Michigan. we all have Michigan. And Indiana, Michigan. Okay. Yeah. I think. I don't know if. If, see, I don't like Maryland. Maybe they'll lose to Indiana. But if Maryland's here, I think they're a better team than Michigan. But I, I'm, I'm going to go with Michigan. I just think Maryland has not shown me a lot in this in the last few games. And I think Michigan is playing good basketball. Uh, and I think they're, they have something to prove, that they're, they're, they're a better team than Maryland, who gets so much attention at the top of the conference. Uh, I'm going to have a Michigan-Minnesota final. Of t- I think it could be a really fun offensive yeah. final. Um. I'm going to go Indiana over Michigan. I think they're doing it. You're just doing it. it. You're Matt's just in. picking the runs. Matt's in. Chips <laughs> on the table. Matt's you know all in. You know what? These teams are playing They're playing good basketball. That's what you want. So you've got tournament. two Thursday teams in the Sunday final. Yep. yep. Okay. You're going. Momentum. You're, going. you're on the momentum. I'm, all, I'm on the momentum train. Um, but also, if we're just going, we're talking about just like raw talent that both teams have. Sure. I think it's like almost pretty comparable. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, before the season, we could have said Indiana and Michigan, yeah, Michigan same kind of Same teams. kind of caliber of talent, and I would have been like, yeah, that seems right. I mean, kind of shaped the same way Cahill if, if you, I think they've started to play closer to their true talent level over the last couple months now, and I'm going to buy that. So, Indiana to the finals. I've got Michigan over Maryland as well. I think Michigan's going to make 100% sure that they're in this year. Flaherty's a really good player. Maryland has been in a funk, and I think that funk's just going to kind of keep going. I don't think they're going to lose their first game, but I don't think they're going to be terribly impressive. So yeah. I've got Michigan in that final against Ohio State. All right, so let's do our finals. I have Minnesota. Michigan, really fun offensive game. I don't think these are the two best teams in the conference, or even maybe the third and fourth best. I think Minnesota might be outside of that. But, you know, it's going to be a really fun game to watch if it happens. I would go here with Michigan. Um, I think Minnesota. Michigan will finally play some defense and kind of slow down Minnesota a bit. And Minnesota will not be able to stop Caitlin Flaherty. I might be drinking the Caitlin Flaherty Kool Aid because yeah. I saw her. Yeah, you did go see one nuclear, of her best performances. Nuclear of the year. Yeah, person she really and did. Was, <laughs> and was literally mesmerized. Yeah. There was literally a possession where she caught it, just caught it on the right wing. And Austin looks over me, and I'm just like, oh, what's she going to do next? I meant love the late shot clock possessions for Caitlin Flaherty. Like, oh, she's got the ball with six to go. And he's like, yes, yeah, she's got to do something crazy. <laughs> so I, I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I'm going to take Michigan to, to win it all and especially get revenge for missing a, a bid last year. Yeah, my, my championship game is Indiana-Iowa, which little did the folks at Carver-Hawkeye Arena on Saturday know that they would be watching a Big Ten tournament championship preview. Uh, but Iowa pulled that one out. I think it's hard to beat a team twice in span of about a week, which is what Iowa would have to do here. You're just all in on this train, Indiana's not have Dude, you, you're, you're faithful. You're... In there, the Tyra ty- train I'm right now. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. You're... Matt, Matt McHugh is sitting in the, in yeah. the conductor's seat of the Tyra train, just blowing the whistle. Seeing who else is on the train behind I'm him. I'm going to laugh so much when Austin is right and they lose by 20. 20 to be on Thursday. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all on the tire train. I'll text you. Everyone, everyone from Bloomington, hop on. We're going. We're going to Baker's Life. Ohio State is going to win the Big Ten tournament. Ooh, that is not a take I expected you to have. 
but then they're going to lose in the second round of the NCAA That's tournament. That's fake ice. Because right, they're right, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. okay. They're going to get the, uh-oh, this is the year. Yeah, they're going to get real good. <laughs> and then guess what? It's yeah. not the year. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Three different winners. Indiana. Dude, coming Michigan. into this podcast, I was about a 10 out of 10 ready hype. I'm now a 13 out of 10. Was it I don't know if you can Thursday, Thursday and Friday, I'm just like, yes. <laughs> we're so ready. This is just going to be a really fun week, guys. Yeah. We're, we're going to debrief no matter what happens next week, but it's going to be a good yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, follow at WNUR Sports on Twitter for all of your Northwestern needs. Follow yeah. at WNUR Sports FAD for all of your degenerate Big Ten women's basketball takes. Yeah. That's 